You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lux presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you John Payne and Lynn Barry in Sentimental Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Since our last Monday night's performance, some 30 million children have gone back to school, reminding us, by the very silence they leave behind them, how great a role children play in our everyday lives. The theme of our Lux Radio Theater play tonight, from 20th Century Fox's recent screen hit, Sentimental Journey, is a child's profound and touching influence on the lives of two people fighting for love and happiness in the face of tragedy. And our stars are John Payne, playing his original screen role, and the ever-talented and ever-popular Lynn Barry. Speaking of sentimental journey, Miss Sophia Marzik of Sioux City, Iowa, has told us of a different sort of journey, the distance about 5,000 miles, and the passenger, a very cosmopolitan traveler, Lux Toilet Soap. She writes that she mails packages of American luxuries to her father's family in Poland, and in every package are several cakes of Lux soap. We thought the goodies we sent would make the biggest hit with them, she says, but it was the soap they were most grateful for. <laughs> well, we're grateful indeed to know that Lux soap is appreciated just as much by our friends abroad as here at home. It's curtain time, and here's Act One of Sentimental Journey. Starring John Payne as Bill and Lynn Barry as Julie, with Gloria McMillan as Hitty. But when will Dr. Miller be back? You don't understand. It's my wife. It's Julie. She's sick. He's got to get here right away. What? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sure he will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
It's about an hour later, and for some moments now, Dr. Miller has been examining his patient, Julie Weatherly. Finally, he removes his stethoscope and looks at her in silence. Well, Jim, what's the verdict? How did it happen, Julie, this attack? It just happened, I guess. We were all having lunch when I... Company? Oh, just the cast of the new play. Anyway, I came in to put some music on the phonograph, and that, that awful pain hit me. The next thing, I was up here in bed. Jim, is Bill worried? He loves you very much, Julie. Yes, he is worried. But we aren't. Are we? You look very pretty in a bed jacket. It's that bad? You'll be wearing one for the next two or three weeks. But I can't. The play... Now, I... look here, Julie. You've got to slow down. All right. I promise. Bill's counting on opening the play in three weeks. On Broadway? No, here at Seaview. The usual tryout. Well... Well, in three weeks, you could be well enough, I suppose, if you behave yourself. And that means letting Bill take care of his own troubles himself. Your husband's a very capable director, my dear, in case you don't know it. But I've always helped him. Yes, I know. Staging, casting, every last detail of production. But he wouldn't understand if... He'll had... understand if I tell him the condition of your heart. But you won't. Heart. You won't tell him. Jim, it's... It's just a matter of time, isn't it? In a sense, that's true of all of us. I'm not a prophet, Julie, but I am a doctor and your friend. And this is serious. I'm not worried about myself. It's Bill. I don't think he'd go on without me. I wish I had a child, Jim. I wish so, too. Someone for him to cling to if... You... You could adopt a child, Julie. I've thought of that. Think about it some more. Yes, I must now. I must. To rest, Julie. You hear me? Rest. <laughs> you talk just like Jim, darling. Two weeks in bed, understand? And don't you ever give me a scare like that again. I promise. Now, you're not to worry about rehearsals, about anything. Don't even think. Just lie there in bed like a queen and learn your life. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? You. You're so cute, darling. Hmm? <laughs> Well, Don, how'd rehearsal go? Oh, it was swell, Julie, swell. And you? Well, terrific as always. Oh, sure. Look, don't let Bill keep those people rehearsing till curtain time. But you know how he is before a tryout. Hey, where you going? I think I'll walk back home. Oh, but I got orders to drive you. Bill says it's part of my job as stage manager. Oh, walk along the beach will do me good. Well, anything you say, I guess. Uh, just take it easy, huh? I will. See you at dinner, Don. Hello. Hello. Well, what's the matter? Oh, I thought your hair would be golden. Well, as a matter of fact, it was a long time ago. What's your name? Kitty. Oh, that's a lovely name. Mine's Julie. You know, I saw you standing here all alone on this rock, and I said to myself, that's a little girl I'd really like to know. Julie? Uh, I thought your name was the Lady of Shalott. The Lady of Shalott? Like in the poetry. Aren't you the lady in the tower who had to see the world in a mirror, like shadows? Yes, I, I guess I am, Hetty. Do you like the beach? Oh, yes. We've been here a whole week. We're all from the orphan home. Yes, I know. I was just talking to Miss McMasters. Do you know Miss McMasters? Oh, no. I was just walking along the beach here, and I, I wondered where so many nice little girls could have come from, so I asked her. Hetty? Yes? Why aren't you playing with the other children? I've been watching for seahorses, and I saw some... 
I saw some a minute ago. And they had beautiful white tossing manes, didn't they? Some people call them waves, but I like to call them seahorses. So do I. All the time, I knew you were true. Everything you really believe in is true, Hitty. The Lady of Shalott. Could I ask you a question? Of course. How did you break the spell and get out of the boat when you were supposed to be dead? Uh, well, because uh, Sir Lancelot prayed for me. Oh, Sir Lancelot. Only everyone calls him Bill nowadays. Bill? Will your children be here tomorrow? We have to go back home tomorrow so the others can come. Oh, I see. Where do you live, Julie? It's a castle, isn't it? Would you like to come and see it someday? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yay, Yay, where are you? They're calling you. Oh, there you are. Mercy, child, come along. I'm sorry. I've been talking to her. Oh, that's quite all right. Hurry up, dear. Would you like this, Julie? It's a seashell. Oh, I would. Thank you very much. You can hear the ocean in it. I have to go now. Goodbye, Julie. Goodbye, Hetty. Maybe, maybe I'll see you again soon. What? What did you say? Nothing, dear. Just goodbye. Julie. Julie, you awake? Uh-huh. How do you feel? Fine, dear. You know, I've been thinking about that second scene. It was too long a wait when you crossed stage to Judson. Maybe he needs a line to cover. Mm-hmm. Bill? Hmm. Yeah? What would you say to... to our adopting a child? A child? What do you mean? It would be wonderful to adopt a child. Well, what for? Don't you think it would be nice? Well, sure, but... <laughs> what's the matter with me? Am I getting too big, Mom? You need somebody to play with. Where'd you get this idea all of a sudden? It hasn't been all of a sudden, Bill. Julie, you're all the family I need. But if you want to give me a little brother or sister, it's all right with me. I love you very much. Hey, you trying to flirt with me? Oh, go to sleep. <laughs> Julie. Yes? You know, maybe Donnelly's not so nuts at that. Maybe the show will run two years in New York. Maybe three. Maybe. Yes, dear. Yes. A girl. A little girl. Hitty. Of course you'll want to know all about us, Miss McMasters, and see where Hitty had lived. There are lots of things we have to know in adoption cases, Mrs. Weatherly. Well, we live in an apartment here in town when we're working like we are now. And when we're not working, we have quite a nice place out there on Long Island. It's very near the water. And... Actually, I've known of you and your husband for years, Mrs. Weatherly. At least I've seen all your plays. Oh, thank you. Did you hear that, Bill? Hmm? Oh, oh, yeah, it's very nice. In a way, I'm better acquainted with you than I am with Hitty. She's not an easy child to know. That's why I fell in love with her that day on the beach, Miss McMasters. I was a lot like Hitty when I was her age. People thought I was odd. Oh, this will be Hitty now. Come in. It's the lady. Hello, Hitty. I'm so glad to see you again, dear. Julie. Come here. There's someone I want you to meet. Hitty, this is Bill. How do you do? And how are you, young lady? Fine, thank you. Bill is Sir Lancelot, remember? Hmm? Oh, sure. One the same. Except I've traded him the old spear and armor for this uh, pinstripe model. I'll be in my office, Mrs. Weatherly. I knew you'd come, Julie. We've wanted to see you for weeks, dear. Haven't we, Bill? Why, yes, yes, we have. Only we've been so busy. Well, that's show business for you, Kitty. 
It's Hitty, sir. Mahitable, really. That's long for Hitty. Oh, Hitty. I I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm Gertrude, and sometimes I'm Amaryllis. Hmm? Gertrude sleeps on a cloud. Oh, it must be lovely to be Gertrude. I'm pretending I'm Janice every night. You see, that's our work, Hitty. It's called theater. Would you like Bill to explain it? Oh, yes, please. Uh, Julie, I'm supposed to meet Watkins about those Chicago contracts. Remember, it's almost 12. Oh, sorry, darling. Well, Hitty... Julie, are you going? Will you come to see me again? I don't think that's going to be necessary. Julie! Is it, Bill? Hmm? Oh, no, no. Under the circumstances, I don't suppose we'll be coming back here again. Julie, what does he mean? We can't tell you yet, dear. But I think something very nice is going to happen. Something wonderful for Bill and me and... We hope it'll be wonderful for you, too, Hitty. Julie! And from this room, Hitty, you can look way up the river, see? Oh, Julie, I'm so happy. Are you sure, Miss McMasters, that I can stay with you for always? For always, darling. You see, you're our girl now. You don't know how long we've been searching for you. I do know. I do. Yes, I sometimes think you really do. Look, dear, those boats. See? They go way up the river to Providence and Boston. Providence? That must be a wonderful city. I'm sure it is. Julie, what's that music on the phonograph? Oh, it's just a tune, darling. We like it very much, Bill and I. We play it all the time. <laughs> Maybe that's silly. I don't know. Oh, no, it isn't silly. It's almost like... <clears throat> oh, hello, darling. Hello, people. Uh, Hitty, I'm very glad to see you. How are you? Oh, fine, thank you. Oh, that's fine. So, you like boats, huh? Yes, sir. It's Bill, dear. I should say so. It's Bill and Hitty from now on. Look, you two keep an eye on the river while I mix something nice and cool to drink, huh? What's the matter with Martha? Oh, she's got things to do in the kitchen. I'll only be a minute. Oh. So, you like boats, Hitty. I'm kind of partial to boats myself. There's a big one, dear. Sure, a big old freighter. What do you suppose she's carrying? Fried bananas? Fried? Oh, no, of course not. Raw. That uh, music's not very lively, is it? Shall I change the record? Oh, no, I like it. It's like water. Uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Nice, watery music. Makes you feel kind of thirsty, doesn't it? Oh, no, not that kind of water. Oh? More like river water? No, just water. Blue water. Pretty close to dinner time, Hitty, but I think you can have some ginger ale. Thank you. Well, here's to us. To us. To us. How are you, Martha? No, it's Don. And where's the little stranger and Momsy and Popsy? Come on in, Donnelly. Don, where have you been? Uh -huh. The packages. Guess who they're for. Hitty, this is Uncle Donnelly. He works in the theater with us. He's a very old friend. How do you do? How do you do yourself? Well, kiddo, these here are all for you. Go on, go on, open them. I'll get you a drink. Yeah, I think maybe I could use them. What did you learn about kids in the funny papers? I always knew about kids. I used to be one. Oh, no. Oh, look. It's a real baby dog. Sure, sure it is. It cries, too. Listen. <laughs> See? Well, go on, Hitty. Get a load of what's in those other bundles. Where? What do you think of that one, Hitty? An elephant. Yeah, and it's nicer than feeling a real elephant on a college velvet. Do you like it? Oh, yes, Uncle Donnelly. <laughs> you keep on calling me uncle, I'll get you a whole menagerie. Oh, thanks, Julie. A unicorn, too? The biggest uni... Unicorn? What kind of corn is that? 
it's got one horn in the middle of its forehead. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, get your whole flock up. Excuse me. Oh, come in, Miss Benson. This is Hitty's new governess build. Miss Benson, Mr. Weatherly, and Mr. Donnelly. How do you do, Bill? Mr. Donnelly's brought Hitty some beautiful presents. Well, I should say so. Better gather them up, dear. Time to get ready for dinner. Say goodnight to Uncle Donnelly, Hitty. Goodnight, Uncle Donnelly. And thanks for everything. The unicorn, too. Don't mention it, Nisi. Lots more coming, too. See you later, Hitty. Well, all I can say is you two always did know how to pick them. Well, you know her better. You'll love her. <laughs> I'm hooked already. Boy, is that some smart kid. Hey, how do you like that, uh, that uh, unicorn thing she pulled on? Mm, that's mild, brother, to some of the things she pulled on me. Well, it's just that she has such a wonderful <laughs> imagination. I'll say. I'll bet you can't wait till tomorrow to get down to the country, eh, maestro? I don't think we'll be going out of the house tomorrow, Don. Huh? Why not? We always do. Would you mind very much, darling? Let's get used to being a family right here first. But it'll be hot in town. Why can't we get used to being a family down there? You won't be sorry. We'll have a lovely time. Well, okay, if that's the way you want it. Say, Don, about the Chicago... Well, good morning, Mahitable. Good morning, Bill. Breakfast, Your Highness. Wonderful, wonderful. Nothing like having breakfast in bed, Hitty. Your napkin, sir. Thank you. Your newspaper, sir. Why, thank you. It's turned to the dramatic section, sir. Review of the week. My goodness. How did you know that's what I like with Sunday morning breakfast? It's a deep, dark secret, isn't it, Hitty? Well, Madam Papa, pour my coffee. Think you can manage it, Hitty? It won't matter if you scald him a little. Oh, never mind, Hitty. I'll pour it myself. <laughs> You're a miner. Can't work miners in this day, especially on Sunday. Thanks just the same. Let Hitty pour it, dear. Huh? Oh, well, sure. Go ahead. Now his rope, Hitty. It goes right here at the foot of the bed. Yes, Julie. We do spoil him, don't we? But I suppose it's too late to change now. Oh, we have a wonderful day planned for you, darling. Mm -hmm. We're going to the zoo. Uh, the zoo? Now, don't pretend you're not excited. It'll do you good. How? Well, you can learn a lot from animals, can't you, Hitty? Huh. How am I supposed to take that? Cheerfully. Now finish your breakfast. We'll be ready to leave in an hour. Aren't the seals cute, Bill? Hmm? Oh, sure. That big seal looked just like a dolphin, didn't he? A what? A dolphin. A dolphin is a sea creature that used to play with Neptune and his wife. Oh, that must have been a lot of fun. Look, let's go someplace and have a nice big banana split. You know, with nuts and a lot of goo. And you can make believe it's a wog-wog or a griffin or something before you eat it. Well, will you look at that funny old bird? Julie, he carries his own stilts, doesn't he? <laughs> That's called a blue heron. But he's just like an... Okay, okay. Let's have it. I knew he'd be something else. I don't know how to say it. It's I-B-I-S. Ibis? Yes, Ibis. Tell me something, Hitty. What did you learn about all these Ibises and dolphins and things? In a house where Miss McMaster sent me to live once, I saw their pictures in a book. I knew what they were the moment I saw them. The man said there never were any Ibises and things. But I told him I knew there were because I'd seen them. What did he say to that? He didn't say anything. He didn't understand, did he? No. Well, what do you say we go someplace and cool off, huh? How about a row on the lake? Wonderful. Did he? Oh, I think I'd like that very much, Bill. Okay, let's go. I remember when they had swan boats on this lake. When I was a kid, I never had the price to rent one. Now that they got the price, there's no swan boat. Poor darling. <laughs> Sympathy's what I love most, baby. Next to you. 
Why, Hitty, what's the matter, dear? I'm afraid. Afraid? Afraid of what? You won't go away someday, Julie, like the Lady of Shalott. What's she talking about? She's just thinking about a poem. But doesn't she ever think about what's going on right here? Bill. I'm sorry. Julie, don't ever go away. Don't cry, Hitty. We're not going away, darling. <laughs> Bill. Bill, let's go back in, please. Okay, okay. Hitty, I'm sorry, but honestly, you ought to come out of the attic once in a while. You get cobwebs in your hair. How about that banana split now? If you'd like. I mean, I'd like to have one very much, thank you. You mustn't be worried about me, Julie. I feel much better. Don't I, Dr. Miller? Jim? It is right, Julie. She is much better. Nothing wrong with Hitty, but a little cold. She'll be fine in the morning. You're sure, Jim? Of course. Julie, it's after seven. Hitty. You'll be all right while we're gone. If there's anything you need, Martha... Oh, will... yes, Julie. Good night, Hitty. Good night, Bill. You're a fine young lady, Hitty. Thank you. Julie? Yes, dear? Will you play my record before you go, please? Of course, darling. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, Julie. That's our song, Julie. Yes, I know, Bill, but it's Hitty's song now, too. She likes it. Oh? I wish somebody loved me as much as you love that child, Julie. Bill, would you mind very much if I didn't go to the party tonight? What do you mean? Well, I I thought I'd stay with Hitty. You go on and explain to Ruthie. But Jim just said she'd be all right. Yes, I know, but she still has a little temperature, and it's Miss Benson's night out. But Martha will take care of Hitty if she needs anything. No, Bill, please. You understand. Sure, sure I do. I like the kid, too, but we don't have to change our whole lives on her account, do we? There's nothing to worry about, darling. She's the most self-sufficient child I ever saw in my life. Oh, come on, Julie, let's go. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill. I just can't leave her alone tonight. Okay, then. I'll see you later. Bill! Oh, sometimes he's more of a child than Hitty. That's why I wanted her, Jim, for him. I thought she might help him grow up and look after him, too, if... If it comes to that. It's not going to work out, my dear. I'm sorry. What do you mean? It is a rare child, Julie, and that's not the kind Bill needs. He'll never understand her. He's too self-absorbed. He's too used to having you and his world revolve about him. You've done that to him, you know. We've been very happy, Jim, for five wonderful years. And I want you to continue to be happy. Bill won't change, though, and neither will that little girl. You're... You're suggesting that I send Hitty back? You see how it is, Julie. Someday you'll have to make a choice between them if you don't send her back. But I... I can't, Jim. I couldn't send Hitty back now. I... I love it too much. More than Bill? Oh, I know how cruel that sounds, my dear, and I'm sorry. But it's an inevitable question. Hitty's been with you now for three months, long enough to give it a fair trial. And the sooner you do it, the better it'll be for Hitty as well as for Bill and you. You know, this isn't helping your condition either. Hitty's young. She'll get over it. You'll still be her Lady of Shalott in her dreams. I can't, Jim. I can't. I'm afraid you must, my dear. If you wait too long, this may lead to... Think it over, Julie. Good night, my dear. I can't. I can't. I can't. 
We continue with the second act of Sentimental Journey, starring John Payne as Bill and Lynn Barry as Julie. As the weeks go by, Julie's determination to keep Hitty has grown only stronger, in spite of Dr. Miller's warning. Now, in the doctor's office, the physician issues another sort of ultimatum. Julie, my dear, there's just no choice left. You've got to quit the show immediately. Your health simply won't stand this place any longer. How can I tell Bill? What am I going to say, Jim? He knows nothing of this last attack? No one knows. I was all alone when it happened. I... I'll have a talk with Bill myself. Julie, with you ill, Bill's going to resent Hitty even more. You didn't take my advice about her, did you? No, Jim, I didn't. Now I've got to think about it. I've got to let her go, haven't I? It's quite possible I'm wrong. It's a decision you'll have to make yourself. When... When are you going to tell Bill about me? I'll drop in tonight around dinner time. I'll see you then, Jim. Thanks. Of course, dear. Well, how was school this afternoon? Fine, except arithmetic. Miss Benson says I'll have to dig in. Julie, I want to show you something. It's this. It's my diary. I didn't know you were keeping a diary. I just started it. I've only written on three pages. Yesterday, next Wednesday, and Christmas. Next Christmas? Yes. Well, read it to me. Well, this is yesterday. Today, Uncle Don brought me this diary and made some jokes. Julie took me to lunch and everybody looked at her because she's so beautiful. I had dinner by myself because Julie was going to have dinner with Bill. Bill is very busy these days. I don't see him very much. Now, here's next Wednesday. I went to Julie's matinee again. You promised to take me, remember? Of course I do. And here's next Christmas. We had a beautiful tree and sang Christmas carols, like you said. Yes, dear. I haven't gotten today yet. Because today isn't over with, and I don't know what will happen. It's a lovely diary, Hitty. Hitty, I... You know we all live more or less by our dreams, dear. I think people like you and I would die if we couldn't dream. Julie, what's the matter? You look... Hitty, sometimes we want things so badly. So badly that we don't realize how selfish we are. I know now that nothing really belongs to us that is bought at somebody else's expense. And we must give it up at no matter what cost. Do you think you understand that? Yes, Julie, but... You know how it is with Bill and me, darling. We love each other very much. And people who love each other must learn to make allowances for each other. They don't always see things the same way. There's... There's you, for instance, dear. Bill sees you one way, and I see you another. I know what you mean. You mean Bill doesn't like me to talk about ibises and unicorns and things like that the way you do, and you want me to talk about things he likes. Isn't that what you mean, Julie? <gasps> yes, of course. Julie, what's wrong? Julie! Hitty, tell Martha to get Dr. Miller right away. Martha! Martha! Yes? Call Dr. Miller! Something's happened to Julie! Something terrible! Come right here. No, there isn't time. Just call the doctor. <laughs> Julie, Julie, I'm afraid. Don't be, dear. I love you, Julie, more than anything. Hitty, I... I may have to go away. No, Julie, no! But it's, it's not really going away. 
As long as we're in each other's hearts and thoughts, that's not really going away. Stay with Bill, Hattie. No matter what, watch over him. He's so, so little. All the things we did for him together. Yes, Julie, I promise. Julie! Julie, oh, Julie, Julie! Bill, it's getting dark. Hadn't we better get in the car? Oh, Bill, I... I know how you feel. But it doesn't do any good coming out here to the cemetery every day. She wouldn't want you to go to pieces. Why... Why, you could even open up, open up the show again. I got a hunch Juliet liked that. And it would kind of take your mind off things, too. Bill. Bill, you gotta put yourself together. And I, I think you ought to go home. You know, you're welcome to keep staying at my place. But this Hitty, you haven't been home in days. She's all alone there waiting for you. You, you owe her something too, you know. Come on, Bill. That's it. Come on. Yes, I'll have dinner here in the kitchen with you, Martha. Can't say as I blame you, Miss Benson. I've never seen such a child. She'd just say something. Night after night at that dining room table, staring at Mr. Webberly's empty plate, fixing those breakfast trays. I keep telling her there's no use bringing him his tray when he ain't there. Did Hitty eat anything tonight? Not enough to feed a sparrow. Oh. But I say it's more his fault than hers, leaving a child like that to run a house. How about dessert? Maybe she'll have some dessert. She didn't say. She never says anything. It's giving me the creeps. She and that locked door. Him carrying the key like we'd go into poor Miss Julie's room against his orders. Morbid. It's very morbid. Well, I'll take in some chocolate pudding and see. Hitty, dear, I've got some nice chocolate pudding for you. No, thank you, Martha. But you haven't eaten a thing, dear. And you like chocolate pudding. Excuse me, please. I just want to go to my room, Martha. Please. Please let me be alone. Julie, I did my best, Julie. And now I don't know what to do anymore. Bill hasn't come home. I don't know where he is. I tried to do what you said, Julie. I tried. Of course you did, dear. Nobody could have done better. Julie. I knew you'd come back. But I've never been away. Now, Bill will come back too, won't he? Of course he will. But you mustn't cry, darling. He might come back tonight. Any moment, maybe, and you want to look pretty for him, don't you? Oh, yes, Julie, yes. Any moment, Hitty. Any moment. Bill? What? Oh, hello, Hitty. Bill, are you... are you going to stay home? I... I don't know. Please, Bill, let me take your coat. Oh, thanks. You look so tired, Bill. So tired. 
Go to bed and try to sleep. Hmm? Oh, sure, I'll, I'll try to. Maybe I'll see you in the morning. Julie? Oh, thanks, Julie, thanks. <laughs> Good morning, Bill. Hmm? Oh, good morning. Breakfast, Your Highness. Well, aren't you going to eat breakfast in bed? It's Sunday. Just, just put it on the table. Please stay in bed, Bill. Oh, I'll pour your coffee for you. You're just spoiled, that's all. You don't mind if I scald you a little bit, do you? No, no, I don't mind. There. Now, here's your napkin, sir, with a flower, just like always. Take it away! Eddie, you don't have to bother with my breakfast anymore. Oh, yes, yes, I do. Miss Benson went away this morning. Who? The governess. Why? She said I drove her crazy. Oh, I forgot. The morning paper with the dramatic section. Thank you. You better run along now. Well, will I see you later, Bill? I guess so. I, I, I don't know. Yes. Morning, Martha. Oh, Mr. Weatherly, it's good to have you home again. Thank you. Uh, there's something I ought to tell you. Uh, Miss Benson... Yes, yes, I know about it. Uh, and there's something else, sir. She orders your dinner cooked night after night. I mean Hitty, and sits alone at the table watching your empty plate. What? And your breakfast tray, too. Bringing it up every morning, though she knows you're not there. Will, will you be coming home for dinner tonight, Mr. Weatherly? I don't know why. Keep an eye on her, will you, Martha? Oh, I will, sir. I will. Um, Martha. Yes, sir? I'll be home for dinner. Mr. Donnelly. Hello, Martha. Well, come in. Another present for Hitty? <laughs> oh, this is just a book. Well, if you ask me, she's had too much of books already. Oh, this isn't for her. It's for me. See the name of this book? A Shortcut to Child Psychology. My, what's that? Well, it's all about kids. Tells what goes on in their noodles so you can steer them in the right direction. You know what this book is going to do, Martha? Uh-uh. This book is going to bring Bill and Hitty together. Uh, I'll explain it to you. Take, for instance, uh, unicorns. Unicorns? Yeah, that's some kind of an animal. Anyway, Hitty wants one, and I, I promised to get it for her. I went to every pet shop in town. They don't carry unicorns. Now... Do I go to Hitty and say, unicorns are no good, forget about them. No. I say, unicorns are terrific. Some of my best friends are unicorns. <laughs> now, I don't say that a puppy is in the same class as a unicorn, but what do you say to a nice puppy? Right away, she starts howling for a puppy, so I get her one. For a Bill sees her playing with it. That's something he can understand, and the first thing you know, they're like that. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, that's the positive approach. Uh, see, here I got it marked in a book. In dealing with precocious children, indirect persuasion on a child's psychological plane is superior to ratiocination on the adult level. Very simple. Bill's secretary, Miss Weintraub, explained it to me. It's very kind of you to read a whole book, Mr. Donnelly, on Hitty's account. Oh, oh I'd do anything for that kid. Uncle Don? Well, well, look who's here. Sadie, you look swell. Bill came back, Uncle Don. Why, sure, I knew he'd come back. Where are you going? Just here, 
to look at the boats in the river. Well, you sure got a good grandstand seat here for it. Someday I'm going to ask Bill to take us sailing all the way to Providence. Providence? What do you want to go there for? Because it's so beautiful. Whatever gave you that idea? It just sounds like it must be. <laughs> you ever ask Bill to do a crazy thing like that, and he'd think you were positively... Uh, uh, oh, no. No. Did you say Providence? <laughs> Why, it's the most beautiful city in the world. The garden spot of the universe. Uh, did I mention that some of my best friends live in Providence? Oh, I knew it'd be like that. Uh, however, on the other hand, take New York. Now, I'm not saying it's in the same class with Providence, but it's a mighty handy thing to have around. Look at Broadway. Look at the skyscrapers. Look at Brooklyn, the motherland. <laughs> what about taking in New York? But why don't you want us to go to Providence, Uncle Don? Don't you like your best friends there anymore? Where? Providence. Why don't you want us to go to Providence? Uh, 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 excuse me, Hitty. I gotta light a cigar. That's you, Donnelly? Oh, hello, Bill. Home early, huh? Fix your drink? No, not now, thanks. How are you, Hitty? I'm fine, Bill. Hitty, I want to have a little talk with you. I, I've been thinking things over about you and about me. And I've decided the best thing to do is... Well, I'm, I'm going to send you away to school, Hitty. Boarding school. Away? But you can't do that, Bill. Now, listen, I got a better angle on this thing... There'll be a lot of children your own age, Hitty, and nice teachers. You'll be crazy about it, won't you, Donnelly? Hmm? Oh, sure, sure. I'd go myself if I had the time. Honest, I would, Hitty. Oh, no, Bill, no. But you can't stay here. There's no one to take care of you, and besides, I'm... Excuse me, are you Mr. Weatherby? Yes. I'm Mrs. Dean. Dean? Hasn't Hitty told you? I'm her new governess. Uh, I thought you'd want me to get somebody, Bill, after Miss Benson left. Martha, help me. Weren't they authorized to engage me? Of course not. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dean, but I'd like to speak to Hitty alone. Why, certainly, Mr. Weatherly. I, uh, I got a few things to do myself. Well, so long, Bill. See you later, Hitty. Hitty, I don't know what's gotten into you. You're going away to boarding school and with that. I can't go. What do you mean you can't go? Julie told me not to leave you no matter what. When, when did she say that? She always said it, even before she, she went away. She told me to watch over you and do everything I could for you because you're so little. But if you really don't want me, I... Hitty, tell Mrs. What's-her-name, tell her she can stay. But about anything else... Yes, Bill. You're just a little girl. You're very young. There's a lot of things you don't understand. Oh, but I do. I said you don't understand. No one can. The governess can stay, and you can stay, and anybody else who wants to. Just keep out of my way and let me alone. We hope you're enjoying tonight's program. If you have comments about the KNX Drama Hour lineup or would like a copy of our drama schedule, please visit our website at knx1070.com. Making the most of your money? George? George? What are you doing? Honey, with the uncertainty of the stock market, I'm going to bury all of our money here in the yard. Are you crazy? Sam 
Law Bank California is offering 5.05% annual percentage yield on its MVP with a minimum balance of $25,000. Hey, well, MVP? Market Value Plus. It's Sam Law Bank's money market account. 5.05%? What about liquidity? Do we have access to the money? Sure. Up to six transfers a month. And three can be checks. And we're FDIC insured up to $100,000. All right. Tomorrow I'll take our money down to Sam Law Bank. Great. Now, what do you plan to do today about that hole in our yard? Well, with the money we save on MVP, I'll put it up. Oh, George. Are you making the most of your money? If it's not earning 5.05%, then you're not. Come in and see a Sanwell Banker or call 1-800-23-SANWAL or visit SanwellBank.com. Sanwell Bank, California, a relationship worth having. See your Sanwell Banker for details. Conditions and restrictions apply. Member FDIC. Our curtain rises on Act Three of Sentimental Journey, starring John Payne as Bill and Lynn Barry as Julie. <laughs> Bill's recovery from the shock of Julie's passing has been very slow. Numb with melancholy, he tries aimlessly to rebuild his shattered life. But home to him is just a place in which to sleep. And Hitty, just a persistent shadow in a world that's full of darkness. Oh, good morning, Mr. Weatherly. Hitty asked me to explain why she didn't bring your breakfast tray. She went out quite early with Mr. Donnelly. Oh? I was sure you wouldn't object. Sundays are rather lonely days for Hitty, Mr. Weatherly. I think she misses going to Long Island with you. No, no, no I, I don't object. Shall I see about your breakfast now? No, thanks. I'll have something on the way out to Long Island. Yes, sir. What are you doing here? Well, come in, come in, Maestro. Make yourself at home. I guess you know everybody. Hey, folks, look who's here. Thanks, Ruthie. Hello, Bill. How are you? Hello, John. Dear Bill, Rogerjean greets you with affection. Thanks. What is all this? A party? Well, we just thought you'd like to see the old gang again, didn't we, Hitty? As a matter of fact, it was all Hitty's idea. So step right in, partner, and make yourself comfortable. Sure, Mr. Bill. No one can say, don't hand that scene, Judd, like Bill Weatherly. <laughs> Myself, I have been like a country without a king. Now, sit down, Bill. We'll be putting on the feet bag any minute. Aren't you glad everybody's here, Bill? Well, oh, sure. That's sure, the right. spirit. Hey, Martha, what about those cocktails? Are they ready? All ready, Mr. Donnelly. Next will come the food, and I begin to leave again. I'll get the appetizer, Bill. <laughs> She's been helping Martha. Seems to know just what you like. Say, do you two know the terrible thing that's going to happen next Friday? What's that? I'm going to be 25 years old. Again? Well, I am. Anyhow, I'm giving a party and you're coming. Oh, thanks, Ruthie, but I don't think that I... Guys, Bill, everything's just the way it was, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd better see how the dining room looks. Excuse me. She's awfully fond of you, Bill. Sure she is. It's a clear case of what they call an obsession. Oh, here you are, citizens. A little short on caviar, but this here stuff celery's awful good. The table looks just beautiful, Martha. And the flowers. Well, if you need me, I'll be in the kitchen. You're so pretty, flowers. You're just like velvet, aren't you? Just like velvet. How lovely everything looks, Hetty. Just like it used to be. Do you really think so, Julie? But you've forgotten something, dear. Bill likes to have music with his lunch, remember? Oh, yes. Shall I put the record on now, Julie? I would, dear. 
Lots better since I've been taking those vitamins. Uh, vitamins are okay if they're smothered in steak. Huh, Bill? Yes, sure. But on you. Trouble is, you never. That music. Who turned the music on? Don't you want the music, Bill? No, no, Kitty. Not now. But Julie told me to turn it on. What are you talking about? Julie just said that you liked just, music. Just said. In the dining room just now. We were talking about you and. Oh, but she isn't there now. She never stays very long. Don't you realize she's... But she was there, Bill. She was. Donnelly, take her home. But, Bill, you got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I know you're all my friends, and I appreciate what you're trying to do for me. I appreciate it. But it's no use. It's just no use. Not to cry, Hitty. There's nothing like a good cry. But did you ever try laughing? Ha ha. Makes you feel a lot better, believe me. Julie was there. She was. She was. Sure, sure, I know. Sure, 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 sure. I saw her. I saw her. I saw her. Hello. Donnelly bring her home? Yes, sir, early in the afternoon. But when I went up just now to call her for supper, she was gone. I thought maybe she might have gone back to Long Island. Well, get a hold of Mr. Donnelly. Tell him to come to the apartment and wait for me. Uh, did you call the orphanage? Orphanage? Well, now, sir, I didn't think she could. Well, call them. I'll be home right away. Donnelly brought her back from Long Island, Mrs. Dean. Where did Hitty go? What did she do? It's just like I told the detective here, sir. She said she wanted a nap. I went into awakener at 6 o'clock, and, and she was gone. A lot of kids run away after a spat, Mr. Weatherly. But we always pick them up sooner or later. What do you mean, sooner or later? Well, you know, once in a while, one of them takes the whole thing too seriously and does something well, or other like this. wouldn't do a thing like that. No, no, of course you wouldn't. Oh, the poor little... Please, Mrs. Dean. She may still show up at the orphanage. <laughs> but it's been hours. Why hasn't somebody picked her up? Well, i got to check in now, Mr. Weatherly. But don't worry. We'll be in touch with you. Sure, thanks. Thanks a lot. Is your headache any better, Bill? I'm okay. Why not you lie down? I'll stick by the phone here, and I'll wake you the minute anything breaks. Uh, thanks, darling. I think I better.
building. <laughs> this is our song, darling. It will always be our song, as everything we share together will always be ours. I'm making this record for you, darling, because I have nothing else to leave you but these few words. I know that when you hear them, part of me will be gone. But hideous there, Bill. Not to take my place, but to be the living link between us. It was a miracle, my finding her by the sea. The child I was. Dreams, funny little face and all. By now, I'm sure you love and understand each other. You barked at me, too, in the beginning, remember? You know, Hitty and I used to rehearse how to spoil you. First, it was like a game tour, and then it became the most important thing in her life. Bill, dear, when I knew I had to go, I, I didn't know how to say goodbye. But now I, I don't have to, do I? How lucky we are to have her, Bill. Yes. Yes, Julie. We are. It was a miracle, my finding her by the sea. My finding her by the sea. By the sea. By the sea. By the sea. Donnelly! Donnelly! Get the car, quick! We're driving back to Long Island. dear, don't you see? You've been looking for me so hard, and Bill's been looking for me so hard that you both missed each other. Isn't that true? Yes, Julie. I guess it is. Then go back, Hetty. Bill must be terribly worried about you. Do you really think he is? I know he is. Does Bill see you too, Julie? Like I do? No, dear. Not the way you do. From now on, I'll be with you in a different way. You'll both see me through each other, through being happy together. Do you understand? I think so, Julie. Yes, I understand. Then go back, dear, now, and never let him lose you. Go back, Kitty. Go back. Go back.
woman up, honey? That's just what I was going to ask. You want a blanket on the bed? I'm fine, thank you. Get a load of that smile. Bill, you just try to lose me. You just try. There's not a chance, baby. I think I'll go to sleep now. Good night, Bill. Good night, honey. And don't worry. Uncle Donnie and I, we're, we're going to be right here. You bet you we are. Bill, I'm so happy. So happy. Look at her. Yeah. Well, I won't need this anymore. What are you doing with the book? It's called A Shortcut to Child Psychology. I've been carrying it around. <laughs> but I hang on to it. I may want to read it. It won't work. <sighs> what I need is a good long vacation. Just hitting me. You can look after things while we're gone. Yeah, sure. You 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 need it. A long vacation. Trees, sky, birds singing. Oh, gee. Nothing like good old Mother Nature to pick a fella up. Of course, I'm not saying that putting on a show isn't a class with Mother Nature. But me? Well, I just can't get away from the theater. Rehearsals, opening nights, waiting up to see what the critics got to say. Yeah, that may not be nature, but it's second nature to me. Mm-hmm. I, um, I heard that Johnny Connor... You, uh, want me to get it for you? Hmm? Oh, well, yeah, I'd like to look it over. You mean you're not going on a vacation? You're going back to work? Well, how can I take a vacation? I've got a kid to support, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's swell. Congratulations. Holy smoke, it worked. What worked? The book, don't you see? It's the positive approach. There's nothing wrong with child psychology except one thing. What's that? It don't work on kids. They're too smart. Oh. Don't you think you two better go to bed? What? Oh, I thought you was... We're going. Good night, darling. Good night, old timer. Good night. Good night, my darlings. Sweet dreams. the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday evening when the Lux Radio Theater presents Betty Grable, Victor Mature, and Barry Sullivan in Coney Island. This is William Keeley saying goodnight to you from Hollywood. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.